when certain things are giving you such a dopamine response, other things in life that would give a dopamine response, for example, me getting a job that's rewarding, me going out creating a business, creating a community, caring about finances, thinking about future things that would bring me joy, those start meaning less. I'm, I'm starting to get less dopamine from those things. So when you're caught in a cycle, in a loop, where one drug is giving you a bunch of dopamine and you're depending on that, other things around you will not seem as important. everybody and welcome to vibing out with texany i'm your host with the most texany aka mr world vibe what we have here is a community to give local voices a public platform of shared ideas knowledge and perspectives welcome back to this this series how drugs affected my and today we're talking about wealth if you haven't checked out the past episode, make sure you check that out now. I talked about how drugs affected my health. And that one was very important because I talked a lot about mainly cannabis, how that's affected my health. But I have a, there's a bunch of actually drugs in this chart I have right here we can go through. But most of them I haven't done. So we're kind of going to focus on the, the drugs we talked about last time. So check out the past episode. Uh, as always, I appreciate you for being here. Okay. Um, Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Yes, yes, all the support really helps. You can join the community on Instagram at VibingOutWT. I'm on TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. I'm everywhere, so I appreciate all the downloads and listens. We are almost at 10,000 downloads, so that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool achievement. So let's get this one started. I'm, I'm excited to talk about how drugs affected my wealth because I think it was a big turning point in my life where when I talk about wealth, I don't just mean the accumulation of money. I more so mean anything related to obviously acquiring money and income, but other things involved like good habits, success, um, just pursuing a job or career or feeling the feeling of abundance that leads you to you know, acquiring wealth. There's a lot of things in that area. We've, we've talked about how this section of wealth can be everything, including actually acquiring money. But we will go through how some of the drugs that I've been around have um, affected my ability to focus on wealth. Now, yeah, I do have a list, like I said, of a bunch of different drugs. The last episode, I didn't really go through too many, but to be fair, I haven't done a bunch of different drugs, but I have been very much around drug culture growing up, especially from about 17 to about 23, 24. So in my young, you can say emerging adulthood. So some of these drugs that, I, that I, I'm going to read off here that I have never done, we don't need to even talk about them, would be cocaine, heroin, like ketamine, LSD, MDMA, methamphetamines, thankfully, geez, um, opioids, stimulants, um, let's see, salvia, steroids, Tobacco, nicotine, and vaping, like, I've been around, I've done a little bit of it, but not enough for it to impact my idea of success. No, not at all. So those ones, no. 
the we could also talk about alcohol i guess i haven't really like i like i said in my past episode i haven't really been a big drinker thankfully really thankfully because alcohol can be one of those things where you can get addicted quite fast i do remember in um during like lockdown i was buying a lot of wine i was drinking a lot of wine after my after my evenings were done and i was done doing podcast stuff because this was during lockdown i was doing podcasts that was my first year of this whole community when the night would would come and i'd be done my work i'd crack open a bottle of wine and you know i'd drink one or two glasses and yeah i remember doing that a lot of nights like i'd buy a few bottles of wine just do that but then i don't know i just eventually i started realizing that oh i this i'm feeling more and more inclined to doing it again and again and again and it kind of built up that a little bit of dependence and i i don't like that so i stopped it because i realized no like i'm really starting to feel the need to go like buy more wine again i i really thought i justify that it was healthy you know people say oh wine has antioxidants so it's healthy but the truth is it doesn't have enough antioxidants to offset the negative impacts of like you'd have to drink so much wine to get the antioxidants you can just go eat some berries <laughs> and get way more so that there was that time in lockdown i could talk about caffeine caffeine's definitely a drug right let's not be let's not lie to ourselves in fact i have a cup of coffee in my hands right now and i actually want to say that i think caffeine like improved my wealth because you know i started drinking coffee at a job that i had at, at pure later i used to work in the office building got a little temporary job as a as an admin assistant so i was working around grown 40 50 30 year old people i was only like 20 and i found out what coffee was there with a, with one of those coffee machines in the lunchroom and yeah i definitely became very dependent on it after that point buying french vanillas at first it starts out like ice cap french vanilla then it turns into double double then you kind of get your refined i got like two milk one sugar that was my thing for the longest time so i definitely if you knew me back then from anywhere from like 20 to 23 24 i would always have coffees like one or two a day minimum i needed coffee so that that dependence was there for sure but i honestly did drink coffee a lot through university and especially my last year of university i did very well so you know i'm not going to say that caffeine didn't much bad for me i think it really actually helped towards me focusing on being productive getting things done going to work uh, getting my schooling done so yeah i would say actually caffeine was a benefit to my wealth because that's why it's one of the most widely used drugs in the world because it has productivity enhancing effects it makes us more focused and alert without altering our consciousness you can say it just keeps us there and it actually does not we're gonna have a conversation a little bit about dopamine i've been learning a little bit about it thanks to andrew huberman really really famous uh, neuros neurologist neuroscientist i don't know if they're the same thing i actually don't know but he's a smart guy and he's got a youtube channel he talks about the effects of caffeine the effects of cannabis i've watched these um these lectures you can say they're like three hours long i've watched them on youtube he has one about the effects of dopamine as well so as i was saying dopamine with caffeine you know it doesn't really affect your dopamine too much so you can drink caffeine and it will help you and not really harm you the same way another 
quote-unquote drug might. So that being said, let's talk about, let's finally get to it. Let's, let's get to cannabis because this is the one. If you ever knew me growing up from, like I said, 17, 18, all the way to like 23, so like a six-year run, if you knew me, I identified as cannabis. Like that was, those are my gender pronouns. <laughs> Pot, weed, those are my pronouns at the time. And what I can say for sure is that cannabis did affect my views on wealth, um, success, moving forward in life. It completely stunted that, like halted it in its tracks, which is crazy to think about. Even when I picked up cannabis and I actually started using it, I'd been around it for a long time. But as I said in my past episode, I was, I very much identified as an athlete. So I was working towards playing soccer. I was working towards um, getting a maybe a scholarship or something like that to go play in the U.S. or something. When I picked up cannabis, guys, like I gave up on all that. I didn't see the point of it at all. So that stunted, like my identity shifted from athlete to stoner, and those do not go. Those do not work together at all, right? So yeah, like my identity switched. My plans stopped completely. Even I was even not even caring about which universities I was going to apply to. Like, thank, thankfully, I got into York University. But I didn't, I wasn't really caring at that point because I was in that phase. So I didn't really care about which schools I got into or what I was going to do. I knew I liked psychology. So I applied to psychology, got to York. Even when I was at York and I was smoking so much, guys, I skipped school just to smoke weed, which that's something you do in high school. You don't do that in in university that you pay thousands of dollars for. So my mindset at the, at the time was very much fixated on the now, the present. I lost the ability at the time to really think further ahead. And that's something that happens. I think a lot of people lose when they're using, when they have chronic usage of cannabis and long-term. So chronic long-term usage that's what happened to me and so if you like knew me then and you knew me now like people sometimes meet up with me after a long time and they i often hear that they say text like i'm so proud of you like you know you've done so much you're doing all these things and i it's always weird because i'm always like thank you yeah you know i'm just focusing on what i gotta do but if they know if you've known me back then you'll know i'm basically the same guy the only differences I think the only difference is in me now versus me at like 20. It's only been about seven years, but I think the biggest difference is definitely I think I've I've had a little bit maturing with like my self-awareness, which is tough to say because if you say you're self-aware, like are you? But I think I've grown a little bit in that area, like emotional awareness. I'm very in tune with how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, how it impacts my life. I'm very much analyzing that. I didn't have that ability. Like I said in the past episode, my emotional health and awareness was completely gone. So cannabis did affect my emotional health. But yes, that's one of the biggest differences with me now is I do have more awareness. And also, I'm much more focused on what I when I do things. I think about how would this affect future techs? How would this affect future me? So, for example, I work out because I know it'll affect future me. Didn't do that back then. I wasn't focused on working out. Um, 
focusing on business and entrepreneurship because I want to build something. I want to build this community. Wasn't doing that back then. I was, I didn't even work until I was 18. Didn't even care about a job. And I was, and I was not having really great jobs. I was doing like warehouse jobs, like anything I could get. I didn't really have that sight about looking for fun, interesting jobs. I was just like, okay, what pays money? Do the quickest thing right away. So biggest difference between me then and now is my ambition, my drive, and my emotional and like capability. Those things I have now. And on the topic of dopamine, I want to go back to that for a sec because I want to kind of teach you guys this. What I've learned from Andrew Huberman about dopamine is that we, a lot of different things that we do will elicit a a dopamine response, right? And dopamine is like one of the most potent, like it's one of the most potent things we can experience and we can have an increase of in our bodies because it really is related to motivation and reward. Motivation, reward, so desire. We have desire to do certain things that comes from a dopamine response. So, for example, if I want to go to the gym, that might not elicit a dopamine response because if I don't like the gym and I'm and I'm just fretting it and I'm so, I don't want to go, I'm not going to create a dopamine response. But when it comes to substances and drugs, these things we put into our body, right away, they create a dopamine response. So, for example, even chocolate. You know, chocolate has caffeine, it's got sugar. It's it's really good. It really does increase our dopamine by a little bit. Um, uh, for example, like alcohol will do the same thing. Cannabis definitely does the same thing. It kind of takes over our dopamine in that it raises it. But here's the thing with dopamine. When it when you have an increase of dopamine, you, you feel a reward because this feels good, like smoking felt good. You also get a motivation afterwards to get that to do that same thing for the same reward feeling so it the dopamine will make sure we realize what things make us feel uh, a sense of accomplishment achievement reward and so the problem is and this is how addiction like becomes a thing because when you have the dopamine levels raised up the baseline for dopamine will also increase so in order to feel good, to feel that same feeling of oh, this felt really rewarding, that's going to go up that that threshold for what you need. So every time you take in a substance and, and you take it in again and again, your baseline is increasing. So you need to do even more to f- hit that feeling of, okay, yeah, this feels as rewarding as it did last time. That's how addiction dependence becomes a thing because you need to do more to get the same feeling. And so I was definitely caught in that loop with cannabis. I think it definitely has a dependence aspect to it. And the thing with cannabis is, and what I learned from Andrew Huberman, is when certain things are giving you such a dopamine response, other things in life that would give a dopamine response, for example, me getting a job that's rewarding, me going out creating a business, creating a community, caring about finances, thinking about future things that would bring me joy, those start meaning less. I'm, st- I'm starting to get less dopamine from those things. So when you're caught in a cycle, in a loop, where one drug is giving you a bunch of dopamine and you're depending on that, other things around you will not seem as important. 
And that's the, that was really, when I learned that, I was like, that makes so much sense. Because I didn't care about working out, getting a job that was like fun or interesting or had growth potential, going to school. These things that are really important, they did not seem important to me. And that's why, because that dopamine system was being attacked so much that I only could get it from one source. So that's why, like, I'm just, when I say all this, I'm not trying to attack anybody who, like, does smoke. I'm just learning about it and learning about myself. And obviously, I was not doing it in a healthy manner. And I was young, which is the worst time to be taking in drugs. It's proven that this is, when you're young, when you're before 25, younger than 25, a lot of possible negative effects could happen to you. So I would definitely say if you're younger than, if you're less than 25, very much, very much be careful about your usage. But if, even if you're older than 25, it's your life. You can live your life. I'm just giving you my perspectives and you can take whatever you want from them. I would say go do re the research yourself. I'll leave the links to uh, Andrew Huberman's YouTube channel because he breaks down things so simply. But he goes through, he's very thorough. He goes through a bunch of different aspects. You'll learn something. And the more you learn, the more educated you can become and the more educated your decisions will be. I didn't have the education back then. I didn't have the awareness back then. So I was making the wrong decisions. <laughs> and this whole series is just me looking back at that and being able to. I think that I think there's power in that. It being able to look back at the things we did and realize things about ourselves. So I hope I hope this episode helped you. I hope you learned something from it. Our last episode, I'll be talking about how drugs affected my relationships. That's going to be a real one, so make sure you're ready for that one because not all drugs affected my relationship in a bad way. So I'll, I'll say that for now. So stay tuned for our last episode of this mini series. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you got something from it. I know I did. I really it. Things are starting to make sense now. But uh, I'm just, I'm glad I'm able to talk to you guys about this. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. See you next episode. This has been Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host with the most Texany, aka Mr. World Vibe. And I'm signing out. Peace.